Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thanks for joining us um, again. Uh, thanks for all the shout outs on Instagram as well. If you guys haven't had a chance or if you haven't done it in a while, that's how this thing has been growing all along. So if you're cool to jump on Instagram, take a snapshot of your uh, your cell phone, the, the podcast that you're listening to and share it. That helps us um, get the word out. The, the people that we're meeting saying, hey, I heard your podcast was usually a friend of a friend. My friend was listening to this and I heard it and I decided to give it a listen. Today, we're going to talk about getting past your feelings. You know, being in sales for a long time, there were a lot of goal-setting trainings, and they really helped. It, was, uh, it seems like when I first started, I, w- I wasn't, I, I really don't like motivational, that sort of thing, like the motivational speakers. I don't like Tony Robinson. I, was, I turned on um, some worship music this morning on YouTube, and one of the adverts, one of the, the, the ads on YouTube was a Tony Robbins thing. And I was like, oh my goodness, I hope no, no good Christians get sucked into this nonsense. I can't stand his, his doctrine is terrible, Tony Robbins is. But um, when I started to listen, I would hear a lot about having goals. You know, you got to have goals. If you're not aiming for anything, you're going to get it for sure. If you're, if you're aiming for nothing, you're going to find your way there, you know. And so having a good goal. And then it seemed like for the first two years of my, my work there, I carried this goal around. Like my goal was 150 sales my first year. And I like carried it on my back every day. And all I thought about was 150 sales, 150 sales. And then I realized pretty quickly that when you've got a goal, the next step, the goal is important, but the goal usually comes with emotion, like you're counting the why. Hey, if it's weight loss, hey, I want to lose 60 pounds because I want to be healthy. I want to live longer. I want to look better in, in, in clothing. You know, you, you, it's an emotional thing to create a goal that's going to require something of you um, usually. But then the next step is you got to have a plan. I think what people run into, though, is when they're, they, they know there's things that they should be doing, the thing that they run into is that their feelings usually end up being the thing that stop them. So today we're talking, talking about getting, uh, getting past your feelings, understanding the place that your feelings have in your decision-making process. And for this, I'm going to speak a lot to the men um, because I believe if there's anything missing uh, kind of in my generation and the new j- generation coming up, it's just, it's just people too much led by their feelings. You know, you, you know the people that you talk to and they're like, if I'm like, man, if you had $100,000 and you had six months to do whatever you want, what would you do? And they'd be like, ah, you know, I would just just I just buy a Jansport and I would just like go backpacking across Europe and just live in hostels and it's like that generation of like living for experiences and man I just want to meet new people and like man just see what 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 other people think and you know you just get into culture and they're using these terms you know and it's like these are people who live and their life is dictated by their feelings but if you look all through history the people who made uh, an impact on society, people who made an impact um, on uh, uh, that made a big impact that was remembered. It was people who made a decision because they believed it was the right thing to do, and then they stuck with it um, regardless of what they felt like. You know, my journey of of losing weight. I was talking to someone about it today, and I just said, you know, I used to be 245 pounds, and at one point, I'm not 165 anymore. I think I'm like one. Anyway, whatever, a little more than that. But I'd lost 80 pounds, and a five-gallon jar, a jug of water, the five gallons weigh 40 pounds. A gallon of water weighs eight pounds, if you were curious. Um, but uh, 40 pounds. So I would I would pick up two of these five-gallon jugs and carry this around, and remember, like, man, this used to be me. This is what I carried around in excess weight. 
But um, there was a point in my life, and, I, and I've talked about it before in the podcast, but where I remember I was at the gym, and I remember playing basketball, and my knees and my ankles just hurting, and being like, man, I'm 21 years old. Like, what at 80 years old, what is the what is the uh, my my knee situation gonna be like? My ankles, how, how, I'm gonna regret not making decisions earlier on in my life that helped me to be healthier later on in life. And it was those, it was that emotion that created that goal of like, it's my goal to lose 40 pounds. And that was my first goal. The thing that stops that goal though, a lot of times is people get into their feelings. You know, they create a goal out of their feelings. They create a plan out of their feelings. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to, whatever it is, I'm going to read my Bible every day. I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to exercise. We talked uh, yesterday about, um, uh, not missing a day, right? But the, the biggest struggle with that is getting past uh, your feelings. It's getting past the part of you that's going to try to convince your mind why you shouldn't do this. I heard that um, your your brain is actually wired to, to live a life of comfort. Like the default is to go back to what's most comfortable. So your brain is actually going to try to protect you from uh, things that are difficult. Like that's your brain's job is to like keep you out of trouble. Don't do things, anything that's risky. Don't do anything that's hard. Don't do anything that's going to cause discomfort. That's what your brain's objective is. Your heart, which is where courage is. You know, there's not really courage. I thought about this the other day. There's not really courage in your brain. So if the Lord's like, be courageous, he's not saying sit there and think about being courageous for 20 minutes. Like courage comes from the inside of you that just says, man, I don't care that when, when, when Joshua stood up and said, you can do whatever is good in your eyes, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Like standing up in front of people and just saying, hey, whatever you guys want to do is fine, but I, I'm, I'm letting you know where I stand. That courage came from the Lord. That's where the Lord said to him, be strong and of good courage. He wasn't saying that's not a mental thing. Courage is a hard thing. But people make these decisions, but the moment that the discomfort comes, they can never get past their feelings. Feelings weren't there for uh, feelings weren't there for decision making in life. You know, there are some things where it's okay when you go out for a meal, how you feel. I think it's probably all right. Like, man, I feel like eating chicken today, not steak. Like make those decisions that don't matter. But your major life decisions, man, if I, it, the, the amount of people that mistake, the amount of Christians that over spiritualize things and they, and they call, uh, uh, growing pains in something like you get started in something and it's difficult and you didn't expect it to be difficult and it gets hard. They, they think that that's the grace that's lifted for them to do it. And they quit, man, the amount of people being a boss, being someone that hired somebody, the amount of people that said, yeah, I know God has spoken to me to do this job. I know this is something he's put on my heart. I know I'm called here for it. Even people who would tell us dreams that they had, you know, God gave me this dream and I was doing this and I woke up and I just had peace and I knew this was what I was supposed to do. And then they go out and they work for three weeks and they get kicked in the face because it's a hard job and they don't get it and there's no perseverance. And then they come back and they're like, you know, I just feel like the grace is lifted. I'm like, God, you, who do you serve? Like this God that you serve, is he really going, changing his mind every three weeks? Like, oh, it got difficult. Yeah, you could just do whatever. I've told the story about myself where the Lord told me to fast. I wake up one morning and I got ready to eat and I felt in my heart, I need to fast. And so at first I'm like, oh man, I really, you know, you, your body doesn't ever feel like fasting. Your body's like, your body's excited to eat. I mean, let's be honest. It's one of the most exciting things about life. Like it's you, man, I, I, 
we get to eat cool food. It's not like we're living in the 1920s where you basically ate what was local. In Florida, you basically ate oranges, right? And you weren't getting peaches unless you had someone come down from Georgia. You you certainly weren't getting... Um, you probably weren't getting pineapples that much unless someone came up from the Caribbean. Like you were eating uh, strawberries if you lived near Plant City and you were eating a lot of oranges because that's what was here. Now we have access to all sorts of things. Eating is exciting. So I woke up and I felt this, man, it's time to fast. And I said, okay, I'll fast. And then I went into prayer. And uh, so I didn't eat. I, I drank my coffee. I went into prayer and um, I started praying. And then halfway through prayer, I'm like, well, what if I pray and I pray through, and then the Lord doesn't want me to fast anymore today because I, I completed what I need to do. What if he really was telling me to fast only the one meal? And so like in my mind, I'm like trying to think, I'm like, and then of course I was like, yeah, I prayed for an hour, or whatever it was. And then I was like, yeah, that actually sounds right. Uh, I feel good. I feel good about, I feel good about that. I feel peace about that. I feel like the fast is finished. But what do I, what did I feel peace about? Man, I just prayed in the Holy Ghost for an hour. You better feel peace after you pray in the Holy Ghost for an hour. And so in my head, I had worked my way out of the Holy Ghost was leading me to fast. And here I was wor- working my way out of it because somehow at like 1.30 PM, I was like, well, I think, I think the Lord has me finished with this fast now. Like the Lord would have told me in the morning, he would have put on my heart fast until lunchtime, you know, I felt fast for the day. And then I like, yeah, I feel peace. Of course you feel peace about eating. It, it's, it feels good to eat. So that's where, that's where we need to decide. I'm not going to be a person that let my, lets my feelings dictate my decision-making on a daily basis. Cause it's so easy. I mean, you know how it is, even with eating, you're like, I'm not, I'm not going to eat when I get home. I'm not going to eat late. I've made a decision. I'm not going to eat late. And then you get home you're like, Maybe I'll just have like, if I don't eat 50 calories, if I eat only 50 calories, it doesn't really count as eating, right? It's kind of like, it's kind of like doesn't count as eating. Or maybe I'll just drink a, maybe I'll have a milkshake. I'll get ice cream and I'll blend it and it'll be like a milkshake. Drinking's not eating. And then you eat a, a 500, 600 calorie milkshake. You drink a 600 calorie milkshake and you're like, I was, I'm supposed to be not eating. And that was more calories than if I had just had a sandwich. Maybe I'm just the only one that's done these things, right? In my, in my, in my years of trying to lose weight and trying to be principled with my eating, but making these decisions, we talked yesterday and I said, you know, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm not going to feel like it. It's midnight when I go to bed and I'm not going to feel like waking up at six and running five miles. And I woke up this morning and I said, you know what, I'm going to run six miles just because my body doesn't feel like it. And so understanding that your feelings is not your main decision-making decision-making mechanism when it comes to, Hey, I'm tired. I need to go sleep. If you have time for it, like listen to your body. If you've been getting three hours of sleep a night, you probably need to catch up and listen to your body. Your body will tell you, Hey, you need more nutrients. Your body will tell you. So there's some things, but your major decisions in life Hey, I, you know, I know it's a, I know it's the right thing for me to be disciplined in this one area. And then your feelings come and you're like, I just don't feel like it. I told you about the friend that I had or the, the, the disciple who came to me. He's like, I want to get close to the Lord. Can you help me? And I said, yes, I can help you. I know how to, I know if you, now you're going to have to like, it has to come from your heart, but if you're wanting things, activities that'll get you close to the Lord, I can point you in the right direction. Activity number one, who can guess? Read your Bible and pray every day. But I said, let's read your Bible. I said, how about this? You read your Bible for 15 minutes and you text me every morning what you read. And he's like, all right, deal, deal, deal. I'm starting tomorrow. Tomorrow comes, nine o'clock comes, nothing. 10 o'clock comes, nothing. 11 o'clock comes, nothing. We're about to get to work. He worked for me. 
And I'm like, hey, man, uh, what did you read today? He's like, no, I overslept. And then there was a sale at Old Navy. And so I went to Old Navy. And I'm like, bro, yesterday you came to me and like spent five minutes passionately talking about how you wanted to get closer to God. And then day one comes and you oversleep and you go to Old Navy. That's not even a, that's not even, like, we're not even talking about, like, this is Old Navy. And you're going to go to Old Navy over reading the Bible. Like day one. Now, I'm not talking about four weeks down the road and you're trailing off. Like day number one. But it's because feelings were always the thing where people are like, oh, I just, I live by my heart. And people say they have these ideas of like, you know, I just live from the heart. You know, I just, I just, I just live from how I feel. I just live. And it can almost feel like you're the sensitive human being on planet earth. I just live from my heart, man. You're making decisions just based on a whim. Yeah. I feel like I'm going to go get a job. I'm going to study. I'm going to do, you'll find people who've like, who've like barely studied or practiced in a lot of different things. Yeah. You know, I, I started taking up lessons to learn the piano. How many lessons you do? Like four. Okay, yeah, and then I decided I wanted to do the saxophone because my grandpa, I saw a picture of my grandpa playing the saxophone. Oh, oh, cool, so you play the saxophone. No, I have one. I I played it for a while. How long is a while? Like a couple weeks. And then it just wasn't for me, man. I just wasn't feeling it. The grace lifted. And people live in this place of letting their feelings dictate to them where what God does for us is he helps us to make a decision from our heart and he'll put things specifically in our path. We talked yesterday about never missing a day, but God has got things in front of you, things that he showed you to do, daily disciplines, things that he things that he's put in your life that 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 require faithfulness, but your feelings have gotten in the way. You know, the thing that always helped me, I talk about weight loss a lot because it was my journey, but 40 days of waking up every day and just being like, "Man, I don't care body, I don't care how you feel. I know at some point today you're going to you're going to want me to have some cookies but i'm just letting you know i'm not your friend this week and next week neither for the next 40 days i'm doing this thing and i'm going to lose weight because it's going to affect my life and so choosing to be a person of principle a person who decides on something because it's the right thing to do because it's the thing that god has showed him to do i'm not going back to hang out with those friends i'm not i'm not getting on my phone late at night i'm not Whatever the situation is, I'm choosing to set up parameters for my life and and be a person who doesn't let my feelings dictate to them. People who go anywhere in life aren't aren't people who do things. When you're if you're a minister and you're flowing in the Holy Ghost, you can follow the Holy Ghost, but you don't follow your feelings. One of the things we've wanted to do with this podcast is have something consistent. I I actually like this. I get to the point where like, I like work. People are like, oh, you're looking forward to vacation, man. Vacation, like for me, I tap out about five days. I look forward to work. I like working every day. If you gave me the choice, if you gave me the choice to have a million dollars in my bank and work two days a week or, and live comfortably. So I only need to work two days a week or to have to, or to work. And I could only work two days a week or to work five days a week and not have a million in my bank. I would rather be, be the person who put in work. And I say that because work makes a difference for somewhere, someone else. You know, the, the equalizer is that in heaven, we're not going to need currency. We're not going to need a savings account. The streets are made of paved with gold. But I want fruit that remains in heaven. I want lasting fruit that remains in heaven. And so the time is now to work, to set our faces like flint, to, to put our hands to the plow and not look back and not be a generation that's dictated to by our feelings, 
but does it because it's the right thing. And we all have room to improve. I understand that. I've been trying to write this book for months now and, and, and days I get home and I feel tired, right? And I listen to that voice. I'm not perfect, but I'm getting better and deciding like I'm going to be a person who, who lives a life and is an example and, and, and is someone who's faithful. So who's with me out there? Get past your feelings, do it because it's right. And that's where the goal planning, really what it hinges on. You decide what you want. You decide to plan it. You make up your mind. This is a good thing for, for my life. This is what God is showing me to do. This is something that I know I've needed to work on. And when the time comes, I identify the fact that those feelings are going to come. My mind's going to try to tell me, you know, you can just take a day off. Yeah, you can just take it slow today. You know, there's an occasion. You got, you know, this, it's so-and-so's birthday. You can just do this. There's always an occasion, but I'm not living by my feelings. I'm making decisions based on principles that I know are there, that God has helped me um, to move forward, to progress in life. If, you've, if you feel stagnant, I haven't moved forward, there's probably an area where you're listening to your feelings rather than doing what's right. Thanks for listening. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow on the podcast.